How you doing? This is Theo. And Tonia. And we are the Carl Wells, and this is When Is We. Check us out on our social media outlets. We are on Instagram and Twitter. When It's We. W-H-E-N-I-T-S-W-E. Also, you can you can check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts at, people. Thank you all for joining us. We appreciate you for tuning into our podcast. We hope you can be a blessing. Enjoy. All right, well, people, it's been a long time. Uh, we can say babe. Uh, June? It's been quite a while. Yeah. Our bad. Yeah, so this episode is going to be about all the space we didn't have between the last time we've, uh, you know, you guys have heard from us. So um, this is called getting back into it. Yeah, we're going to catch y'all up on what's been going on in the Caldwell family life. Oh, my gosh. A lot of stuff has happened. It's been a lot. It's a been lot. A lot. You know, you, you didn't think you can pack a whole two years worth of stuff in six months, but, you, <laughs> but, you know, we we did. You know, by the way, just in case you forgot who we are, my name is Theo Caldwell. I'm Tonia Caldwell, and this is When It's We. All right. So uh, let's start off. Mm, so after episode five, uh, I think right after episode five, we were going to record again, and then um, our youngest got sick. Yeah. So we have three children, for those of you who um, haven't <clears throat> been on all the episodes. We have Tyrone, who's 15. TK, who's seven, and Max, who is two. And uh, we were in a wedding, beautiful wedding. It was a beautiful day. Uh, the wedding gets passed, and then towards the end of the wedding, Max just starts, like, screaming. Um, come to find out, long story short, we got home. I'm like, he's still crying. Like, what's wrong? So we pulled down his clothes and he has this big bulge in his groin. So we had to rush him to the hospital. And he had a hernia. Yeah, a really bad one. Had to have surgery, what, that next day? Oh, God. It was it was god-awful. Yeah, he had to have surgery the next day. Um, and that was tough. I but had to deal with most of that without you. Yeah. Because you had to run TK to mom's, TK, right? Tyrone. Because of the pandemic, they were only allowing... Um, well, Tyrone wasn't there. No, Ty was there. Was Ty there? Yeah. I don't remember. No, no, he wasn't. Ty had went with someone no, else, he was with and us. TK was he, there. He was with me because I had to drive both of them to mom and dad's. Almost positive he wasn't, but we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> but Because I remember that it was Max and TK, and they're the only two that came in with us. And then they told us that we couldn't bring TK in because it was only uh, the parents and the child. You could be right, though. Yeah, that you know could what? come you in. You could be right. Because Tyrone had went with mom and dad. Um, so when you had to take Ty, uh, TK back or TK to mom and dad's, yeah, I had to sit there and deal with Max screaming. And then when the doctor finally got there, like they had told me kind of what she was going to do when the doctor got there she had to she literally pushed the hernia back up with her thumbs it was the most excruciating pain i've ever watched in my life i'm crying it was bad guys so so but, yeah but you know what we got through it and he's he, doing um, well let me tell you this now this little dude within a couple of days he was 
just running yeah, around. He was back at it. You know, versus with TK. TK is funny. TK had the same surgery a few months before that. And man. Well, not the same. TK's well, was a belly button hernia. Okay. Versus Maximus's. Um, Maximus's. Maxis <laughs> <laughs> was in his groin. He was in the groin, but Max bounced back quicker than TK did. TK was standing on his toes and. Yeah, TK was a little older, though, you know, and Max is little and very busy. It was very hard for him to be still. I'm like, how do you keep a two-year-old still? But we got through that, right? Yeah. And um, that was a really stressful time. It was. Um, It was definitely stressful. And then uh, we started searching for a home. Well, before that, I took you somewhere for your birthday. Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, man. Second best trip ever. Where was it? Vegas. Ha <laughs> Yes. Yes, Walter's over there, you know. <laughs> Me and Walter got to go to Vegas one day. Oh, gosh. That's going to oh, be yeah. a trip. Oh, yeah. That's but, yeah, so but, uh, <laughs> for his birthday, I took him to Vegas. Um, we stayed at the Palazzo. Uh, it's so funny because it seems like every adventure Theo and I go on, we haven't learned our lesson. You would think that we would look at, like, the pamphlet that tells us where to go and where things are. But we just call ourselves being adventurous and we're just walking around trying to figure things out. We walked for, how long did we walk? We walked for, the first, we walked about five hours at first. Um, five straight hours. Just went down this rabbit hole of this hotels. <laughs> and we were trying, actually we were hungry. And trying to usually, find food and usually like stuff is open in Vegas. In it's usually open, but, you know, we start missing all the good restaurants. They start closing around, what, 1.30-ish? Yeah, yeah. It's a little different with the pandemic. Yeah. Um, they don't stay, not everybody stays open 24 hours. But when we finally did find a place, they had literally just closed to clean. So we're, like, right. starving. So long story short is, by day three, we didn't walk the other half of the strip. Other side of the strip, it's a white castle there. Uh, no, we... no, 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 no. Go back. Go back to the beginning of day three. Because at the beginning of day three, we went over to the Venetian. And the Venetian is connected uh, to the Palazzo. Yeah. So when we finally get over there. Um, we see these restaurants. We're really hungry, right? And I'm like, I don't know if I really want to eat this, but let's get something to eat. It was awful. It was so bad, right? That I literally just threw the rest of it away. Then we get on the escalator because there's like casinos everywhere. There's, you know, slot machines. And I kept wanting to play a uh, blackjack. <laughs> so when we she got that gambling itch. So we got to playing blackjack. We go upstairs and it is a whole nother world of food. Like it was insane. Let me tell you something right now. I ain't never heard her cuss so much ever in the time <laughs> we've been you together. Of course I am. I don't care. Um, she cussed so much. You suck. Hey, we speak truth on this cop. Whatever. You gonna tell on me? I was mad because (laughs) we spent our money on that food downstairs, and then we got upstairs, and they had Chipotle, the most amazing restaurant. They had just a restaurant for lobster, like dedicated. To lobster. And they had a Chipotle. Do you know how much I love lobster? Like. Mind you, also, they had a, a Chipotle. <laughs> That's 
somebody right. likes Chipotle. I mean, that's I, funny for somebody who really didn't care for Chipotle. Not every week. <laughs> but they had everything up there. They had like yeah, really yeah. expensive restaurants they had, and like uh, Carlos Bakery, which yeah. we end up getting uh, something yeah. from. Like the ceiling looked like the sky. I mean, it was gorgeous up there. It was just like a whole nother world of restaurants and shopping venues. So yeah, I was pretty PO'd. Mm-hmm. But again, that is our fault for not looking at a freaking pamphlet. It's all right. We, we, we were adventurous. It's all good. Because <laughs> we did the same thing our honeymoon trip. We didn't find the other half of the cruise the ship. Thing. We did the same thing to every trip. Right? <laughs> like three days later. Only trip we actually played by the rules in Jamaica. Uh, kind of. Because Cabo, we did go and walk mm-mm, around. Mm-mm, no, mm-mm. I left you. Mm-mm. I left you. I went walking by myself and I let you sleep. So I went and found everything before you woke up. Where? In Cabo. You did. Yes, I did. Because we, I went all the way to the other side, and I was like, "Ooh, there's a restaurant all the way over here." In Cabo, mm-hmm, you were asleep. You wouldn't have known. I do it every trip. I always disappear while you're asleep. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure does. Uh, so yeah, we had Vegas. Also, I started a new job, a new position. Um, of course, um, we talked about. I wasn't working for a while. I was at home with the guys. And so we had a transition where um, I was back in the schools again. Mm-hmm. Uh, praise God for that. And um, fast forwarding a little bit, just a little bit. Now I'll be going back to school to become a teacher officially. Something I've been fighting for the last 11 years. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to do it. And I was like, Ugh. Well, I don't think you were ready either. No, I was not. Oh, God sometimes um, has to prepare us for things. Yeah, he does. And um so I'm more ready for the challenge now. But uh, back to this whole house search thing. Um, you know, let me tell you this now. In regards to relationships as well, buying a house is horribly stressful. Oh, good Lord. Okay, and you have to make sure that you have everything aligned in your relationship and your marriage um, when you're trying to buy a house. That's outside of the financial piece. You know, you do. Um, one of the things that Tonya has always talked about is taking care of what we have right now to prepare for when we take care of a bigger space. Oh, yes. Um, yes, we're in a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bathroom townhouse. Okay? Nice place. You know, but we eventually want something bigger, you know, for us and our family and to be at and something for our guys can grow into. And I just honestly don't think, I mean, now that God has really spoke to us about it now, we weren't ready. You know, we weren't truly ready. You know, it was very stressful. And I think we were going at it with one another about it. Um, you know, we, I will say we did have, we did agree on yeah, what we think, wanted. Yeah, I don't think we really did that bad. I think that buying a house in general is stressful. And I think that sometimes um, we want to rush the process. I think you and I really wanted to jump in while the market is hot and the price, the, um, the interest rates are low. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that was a big deal for us. But God does all things well. And um, it it doesn't have to be that stressful. And it shouldn't have been that stressful. But because the market is the way it is, it was really stressful. I think for the most part, you and I agree on what we want, what we don't want. Um, we understand each other in that sense. Mm-hmm. But one thing you and I talked about was realizing what God has already done. 
um, when we were like the first year or two that we were dating, I was working on a golf course in a restaurant because um, I wanted to pick up on my skills in cooking. So I picked up a part-time job in a restaurant. Excellent at it. As a line cook. Excellent what? at it. That's why I ended up gaining 40 pounds. It's all her fault. It's always my fault. It is not my fault that you gained 40 pounds. Yep. It's your fault. I didn't mind to make you eat. She threatened me to eat. Anyway, so uh, I picked up that job, and then around the corner from that job was like a bunch of houses and townhomes. So, I, you know, I'm always riding the neighborhood, seeing what's going on. So I found these houses, and the next time that Theo, um, that Theo and I was out, I was like, babe, let me show you these houses. And these townhomes that we found, there were two, uh, three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bathroom um, a two car garage, um, half brick, half panel, really nice. And we both said to each other, we want something like this. We were living in a two bedroom apartment at the time. Mind you, we only had two kids, not three. We had one and a half. Well, one and a half. Because the, oh, we yeah, had just you, gotten you married preg- and yeah, then I got pregnant. pregnant. Yeah, you yeah. were pregnant with TK. Yes, we had one and a half and we had found those townhomes. And now, fast forwarding through. You know, all the situations and and places that we have lived were actually where we want to be. We are in a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bathroom, two-car garage townhome. Really, really nice neighborhood. Yeah. Really great area, Safe, great school district. quiet, great school district. You know, so sometimes when we are, because I know I have a tendency to fuss at God, and God has to remind me, look at what I've already done. Yeah. Look at how I've already blessed you. Look at how, look at the things that have already come to pass. If you'll trust me and trust the process, I'll make it happen. And mm-hmm. I told Theo that I kept hearing God say, stop the house search. And I was being stubborn because I really, really didn't want to stay in the townhome another year. Because quite frankly, as you all know, renting is expensive. It's it expensive. Is. And, you know, they're all, all, all these places are taking advantage of the market and they're jacking up the prices of rent. So I really didn't want to. He really didn't want to. But I heard God so vividly and I was like, Mm-mm, nope, going to keep going. We're going to keep looking. And we actually found a home that um, we liked. It wasn't exactly what we wanted. We didn't love it. I should say. Um, but we liked it, and we put in an offer, and then we got outbid. Is that right? Yeah, we were second in, um, We were second behind that bid, and we were the backup offer. But you know what? I mean, God knows what's best for us. Yeah. And at the end of the day, though, it's, it's not. It's, knowing that I kept asking, I kept saying to Tonya, you didn't love this home. No, I didn't. You didn't love it. You know, it didn't have the things that you wanted. It, it was turnkey. It was turnkey, of course, but it and it was definitely it was probably one of the better homes that we had looked at. Mm-hmm. And you know, the, it, it had the majority of the things that we wanted, but I was not in love with no, it. No, she wasn't. And but so, I felt like, you know, you're not going to get everything that you want, you know. But you know, God said, "I want you to have life and have it more abundantly." I don't think that God's trying to keep anything from from us. Um, just like he's not trying to keep anything from you guys. Um, the biggest thing to remember, I think, in our walk with Christ is sometimes God will hold you back to, number one, see if you'll be obedient. Because obedience is better than sacrifice. And people don't like to hear that. 
Um, but it's the truth. People will rather sacrifice their lives than do what they're told. We see it all the time. People will rather give up something. They'll rather give up money. They'll give up all kinds of things rather than use self-control and discipline. Um, and God knows what's best for us. So if he's telling us to wait, he's telling us to wait for a reason. It could be because he's trying to, you know, change your way of thinking because he's trying to make sure that you're going to get exactly what you're praying for to prepare you to take care of what you're praying for. We can't see through God's eyes because he's God. Like we can't see everything that he knows, but um, obedience is important. And the last thing I wanted, because we actually did find that we actually did find a house and put an offer in it and was getting ready to buy it. Remember yeah. the house on Harder? Yeah. Like we were getting ready to buy that house, but it wasn't the right. It was not the no. situation that we needed, and well, they didn't um, want to pay for and, nothing. And they didn't want to do anything. And it just let us. That gave us the cold, harsh reality of trying to buy a house. And um, I mean, after a while, we got desperate. Yeah, because we pulled and, out of that. She was salty at us, but we pulled yeah. out of that deal because uh, she even went up on the price, and we was like, no. "Wait a second, you don't want to fix anything." And no. you're gonna go up on a price. You tried it. Yeah. So, after, <laughs> no, sir. So after a while, honestly, all the way up to the point where we got outbidded for this last house, we started getting desperate. Started looking at things that we didn't need to look we at. We knew we didn't and, want. And the thing is, though, like I said, as a, I'm proud of us as a couple because, and as a, the couple who's um, following Christ, is that we stuck to our guns. We listened more than anything. Yeah, we did. We listened to him. And I'll tell you this, my wife's a, I mean, she's never going to be like, oh, I'm prophetess, Tonia, and it's not. No. It's she, not necessary. She, I can tell her all them different she, she, titles. She, she doesn't care about the titles. Bishop. But Doctor, she is. <laughs> Angelus. Prophetess. <laughs> like, come on. You're a servant. <laughs> Who cares? She, uh, but I will say this, that she does have a gift for prophecy. And I'm gonna be honest with you. A lot of times, I never always listen to my wife. I never always. I, <laughs> yeah, I never always. Yeah, that's pretty bad, huh? That's a Theo term. I never always listen I don't, to my wife. So I don't always. <laughs> I don't always listen to my wife the way I should. And I usually get egg on my face towards the end. Hmm. So did you just um, admit that in public? Yeah. On our podcast. Yes, you tell truth. Oh, around. that was sexy. I tell. <laughs> yeah, we tell truths around here. So, um, at the end of the day, though, I listen, and God was really like, "Listen to your wife," because look at us. She growing. knows what she's talking about. Look at us growing. Mm -hmm. Come on, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> Yes, and that, guys, that's what it's about. Because there are times where, you know, Theo tells me something, and I'm like, rawr, rawr, rawr. I'm not going to listen. And then God be like, shut up. <laughs> you know he right. <laughs> you right. Know? You know, but you have to, if you're going to be in a relationship, um, especially a marriage, compromise is the backbone mm -hmm. of the relationship. Um you have to be able to listen to the other half because you don't know everything. You know, you got, there are some couples, I've seen it on, in men and in women, that just think they know everything. Nobody knows everything. That's why it's called your better half. He's my better half. I'm his better half. Because I don't know it all. 
No, oh, and we're learning this together. And this it is a marriage truly is a marathon. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and we've seen folks sprint through it. Yeah, and they sprinted right out the race. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled a ligament. <laughs> didn't, Everything. Didn't and make the cut. No, they didn't. You know, it was a very short thing. So it truly is a marathon, and you have to really uh, take, spread, your, take time. your time and just listen Pace to that up. person, you know, because a lot of times they more than likely might be right, especially when they got an inkling like, eh, we probably shouldn't do this. I was and, actually um, in the midst of worship. Um, I love um, um, Transformation Church. I, I, I attend there often outside of my own church. And um, Pastor Mike was was online, online. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to Oklahoma. So I attend online and, um, you know, I'm listening and I'm worshiping and God is speaking like so clearly. And I just heard him say, I told you before, stop the house search. And I'm like, Really? I don't want to live here another year. He's like, this is where you said you wanted to live. And it was like, oops, my bad. This is where I said I wanted to live. And we haven't been here that long, you know. So how about I just shut up and do what he said? So I'm like, well, now I need to tell Theo. And as soon as I told Theo, like, it was an instant, like, okay. Like an instant okay. So it's it's it is really important as as you grow in your marriage, um, to take time and uh pray, not always um rebuttal. Cause sometimes in relationships you're so used you get so used to arguing and you get so used to rebuttaling that you can't hear when the opposite person is right. You can't um process it properly. And then, as Theo says, you end up with egg on your face because you didn't listen, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then you're not the only one that suffers. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> you got you got yourself, you got your spouse, and then you got your kids if you have kids. So everybody's got to suffer because you didn't want to listen. All right. All right. And um, I know for me that I have to. I have to a lot of times come to grips like with the fact that it's not just about me and what I want to do because it's so many people who are involved in this situation. And what I love about what we've been doing as well, it's not just her and I in this process when we're looking for a house. We involve our children. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, though. It's their house, too. It's their house, too. And they... They're going to want to pick their rooms, and they want to going to figure out the backyard and see if they're comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And we rated, we, we asked them after every house we looked at, well, what do you think about it? Now, they all had their own little kooky little answers <laughs> answers about it. You know, like TK didn't like it because of, like, wall art or something yeah. like that. And I was like. I don't like the pictures. I was like, well, dude, we can, like, always get rid of the pictures and paint over stuff. You know, that's why they invented it. Maxie just wants to run through the house as much as possible. And Ty was like, hey, I, well, he's kind of even killed. So. Well, for the most part, I don't like you. You know, Ty doesn't like change. No. It's just kind of part of who he is. He doesn't, yeah. he likes things to stay the same. And, and we understand that because mm-hmm. we've moved a quite lot a in his, times quite a few times in his, his lifetime. And mm-hmm. so it's understandable. But, yeah, we, 
We've been we, through some we've stuff. We've been through some stuff, man, um, especially spiritually. And it had to get to a point where, once again, I think we talked about this in the past podcast, is that we um, had to make sure that we pause, sit down, pray. Yep. Like right now we're going through, um, I know it's really personal and all that stuff, but I don't care. In the, the day, though, we're going through a, a period of fasting. Mm-hmm. Churches and a lot of churches are fasting, are fasting right now. And yeah. We are, and I have to say that this is probably the most fulfilling I've ever felt during a fast. That's what's up, babe. Um, a lot of folks are, you know, like, oh, damn, I gotta give up this and give up that, and we even our kids are even going through it with us. But here's the thing, though, especially in your marriage, you know. You have to make sure that you're doing it for all the right reasons. And make sure that more than anything, you're listening to God doing the whole way. Yep. I posted um, a few weeks ago, uh, why is fasting is why is fasting so important? Because food is the very reason why we had the fall of men. Mm. That's, uh, if you <laughs> if you think about that, wow. that is the very reason why men fail because of food it's also what jesus did to walk into the fulfillment of who he was so you can't say you want to be like christ and then you don't do anything jesus did jesus fasted he actually he, fasted he, 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 he fasted he, he said no man water. cannot <laughs> no water no food at all like nothing we ain't talking to daniel's fast where you, you know at least you can eat some you know, some rice or something, you know, he <laughs> some rice and some peas or something. No, Jesus didn't eat anything. He didn't drink anything for 40 days and 40 nights to fulfill, you know, his assignment of who he was. And he was tempted. Why? Because food is tempting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and food is tempting. And the lack of food will change and alter your personality. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it, particularly in a few people. Walter, for one, uh, just the lack of food will make you change your whole <laughs> personality. Walter, I got to tell all you. And I haven't fasted since. <laughs> I got to tell all so, so we're preparing. We're preparing for uh, a show, right? And Shauna had him on a juice fast or something like that. I did it myself. Oh, oh I'm sorry. He did it himself. No, he didn't. And... <laughs> <laughs> he went on this path, and I'm giving instruction about what I wanted. I mean, bro, snapped. He, like, lost it on me in the middle of my band rehearsal, like, going off. I'm like, hmm, okay, this is a test. This is only a test. This is my brother. I'm not going to snap back at him like he just did with me. But I knew that he was fasting, and I know what fasting can do. And if we're learning to use self-control, which is a fruit of the Spirit that the Holy Spirit gives as a gift, then we have to also fast. It teaches us obedience. It teaches us self-control. It teaches us that we can live without <laughs> food. We can. Now, the word fast, a lot of people are like, well, you can fast from other things. You can fast from TV. You can fast from talking on the phone. You can fast. No, the word fasting literally means to take away food, to lack of food, to not eat food. 
That's what it means. When That's you, literally what it means. If I may, if I may interject, yeah. When you go to the doc before you have a sur- have surgery or anything like that, they say you cannot eat. They make you fast. They say you cannot eat. Yep. It you is are, a you are, allowed, you are not allowed to eat after a certain time. Absolutely, it's a purifying of your body, but it's also a purifying of your spirit because you got to deal with your demons. Yep. You got to deal with your demons, and a lot of people have not experienced fasting. A lot of people don't like fasting. I know people that are like, I don't want, I'm going to fast, or I don't want to eat that, or I don't eat that kind of stuff. Human beings do exactly what human beings want to do when they really want to do it. And in regards to your marriage, um, when you do it together. Oh, man. When you experience it together. we dope. The first time Tony and I really had that type of experience together, our bodies went through it. Oh, my gosh. Our bodies went through it, and it took us... There mentally. It was crazy. Um, it was actually the year before we got married. Mm-hmm. I think I had just proposed. No, I hadn't proposed yet. Nope, you hadn't even proposed yet. I hadn't even thought about proposing. But we had yet. received a prophecy. Yeah. We had um, received I think, a prophecy. I think this was like the second prophecy that we had received. And uh, he told us to go on a fast. Him and uh, someone else. Yep. They mm-hmm. told us to go on a fast. Because they began praying up for me. And then... I don't know, some reason, somehow, some way. And all the prayers going on, going on up in glory. I just, you know, this woman over here right next to me is holding my hand. And just, you know, her hands up, tears in her eyes. And we're told to go on this fast because we were getting ready to have a shift in our life. Mm-hmm. We were getting ready to be married. Yeah, so. yeah. God did that because I was about to leave you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She was yeah. getting ready to. Uh, yeah, I was getting ready to exhale on the Uber stay. Yeah, she was. God, God shut all that down. Because <laughs> God, God knew I was serious. I was like, ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, so, ex- and, um, <laughs> God cut that right off. <laughs> oh yeah, He did. And as soon as we just, started the fast, you know, I had it. I ended up having a um. I don't remember what it was I think called. it was a, um, I had an infection in my Diet colon. Diaticulitis. No, I had the infection in my colon. That's what it was called, diaticulitis. Nope, nope, nope. I could have sworn that's what it was. It was something else. I had an infection in my colon. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it was. Right. It was diaticulitis. But it was, but it was, but it was an infection, though. Yeah. Like, it was like a stabbing pain. Yeah. And yeah. then also had, you know, issues with my liver. And then she had some issues as well. My back went my out. Back went I out. mean, we were literally walking around like old people. It was it was it was crazy. And mind, this is when we just had one kid. <laughs> yep, that, yep. It it, it, it it was crazy, but we stuck to it, and we both looked at each other and we said, "This has to be legit because none of this started until the day we fast. We started fasting, and literally, like, not kidding, y'all. The day that the fast ended, everything cleared up. Yep, literally. like literally." Everything clear. For y'all who don't believe in the spirit realm, man, y'all better wake up. Yeah. Wake up, man, because it's real talk. Especially, especially when it comes to your, to your relationships, man. I'm like, honestly, you. because I'm, and to this day, I'm glad that we do it every year. Yep. And I don't care how hard it might be, I will, you know, just even my personal journey, I'm do it because mm-hmm. I want God. And you do. You do fast. Um, you do personal fast. Mm-hmm, I do, you and do. Um, I, I I want God, and I want Him to be able to reveal whatever it is He needs to get out of me. 
you know, and and I'm praying that it will be a you know be a blessing to someone else as well. Absolutely. Because the thing is, though, what we go through is not for us; it's for others. Amen. And what we've gone through as a couple is not just for her and I; it's for you all. Amen. And, That's why we're here, guys. You know, so exposing ourselves. Um, and so these. <laughs> You know, so that's what we're going through right now. And also, you know, another couple of bit of news. My wife just, you know, just had a birthday. Yeah. Um, so. Last year in my 30s. Oh, yeah. It's weird. It, it came by quick, didn't it? Man, I came Because when we first got married, you had just done. I had just we, turned 30. Our engagement party was also my 30th birthday party. Which I really wish she would have just had a separate name, but she don't like, you know, <sighs> she don't like to, you know, be the center of attention. You know why I don't like to be the center of attention? Because for so long, people acted like I was always making myself the center of attention. I understand So, that. So I attempt to take the attention off of me. But um, something that I heard today, and something, and you also taught me this. You said, um, you said you're not intimidating on, on, on what I heard. It said you're not intimidating people. People are intimidated. If you're securing yourself, you have no reason to be intimidated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree with that. You yeah. know, I I am always very uplifting and loving and caring to people. But I know who I am. And I've known that for a long time. And I'm secure in who I am. And if you're secure in who you are, you have no reason to be intimidated by me. But that's the reason why I don't really have parties and stuff like that. You know, I celebrate my birthday, you know, like I did this past Saturday, I was at home, watched some TV, uh, took down some oysters, and uh, <laughs> went to sleep. <laughs> enjoy down oysters, huh? and enjoy <laughs> enjoy myself, you know. But um, but yeah. I think I think it is important for us to um, expose um, expose ourselves. I think God has called you and I, Theo, to expose ourselves. Always, um, definitely, because we. Our, our marriage is meant to bless you guys. And we hope that you guys have been blessed by the podcast um, that you've listened to, the, you know, the episodes that you listened to. And we're sorry that we were away for so long, but... Life happens. Life happens. You know, I'm and not going to... Our family first. God, family, then work. You know, I understand that, you know, you know, we made all this traction and everything like that, but life does happen. And... But we're glad we have something to talk to you about, too. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> a lot happened within that time. And I know we're, like, jumping through all these different different stories. But, you know, this really did happen. And it, it's kind of, you know, we're trying to, you only give you so much and so much, a little bit of time, you know. But um, also another piece of news is we ain't had no more kids no more. <laughs> Daddy is the real B. What you call it? The VIP, the real uh I don't know. What you call that, Walter? The real uh What am I the MVP or something? MVP. Daddy, yes, you Theo, Theopolis King. You're the MVP, cause mama ain't got to have no more kids. Woohoo! Why you ain't have no more kids? Cause daddy got snipped. <laughs> Yeah. Walter's eyes just got big as golf balls. Took one one for the team. Uh, But you know what? It shows your love for me. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate that because he said you've been cut on enough. 
you're not getting cut anymore. And I meant that because I'm seeing what you're going through. And I love you. And um, I love you too. I truly do love you. And I appreciate you because, you know, after you had Tyrone and knowing the challenges we've, we've had to face with him, and I know you faced with him by yourself at first before I came along, is that you didn't have to have, a, you know, more children, but you chose to. You chose to sacrifice your body because you knew you had to get cut on again because of the fact that you had to get cut on Tyrone. So um, I appreciate you. And I, the best I can do is, hey, you know, go ahead and take care of this. You know, I praise God that I was able to have children at all. At one point, I didn't think I was going to ever have any. So um, I'm grateful for that. And I can get it in with no more, with no consequence. Yep, yep, yep. You better be glad you snipped. I'd be pregnant all over again. Probably. She probably would have been pregnant five more times. Now, you know. I love you, dude. <laughs> but, guys, we, uh, we praise God for you. Um, we keep it real here at When It's We. We want you to understand that it is about uh, you and I, as we always say. Um, it's about you and your spouse um, and uh, y'all being one together. So we hope that we are encouraging you. Um, we want to encourage you to fast as well. So if you haven't fasted, if you've never experienced fasting, uh, do that with your spouse. You know, it does, uh, does mess with your with your mind oh a little gosh. bit, but it's so worth it. Um, if you need any encouragement or prayer, please feel free to reach out to us and allow us to pray with you. If you're looking for marriage counseling, please reach out to us and allow us to uh, walk this journey with you. Quick story, quick, quick, quick story. My my, my best friend, I gotta put him out there. He gonna he gonna like he gonna Uh-oh. hate me and laugh all at once, but I love him anyway. My brother Maurice, um, uh, he. Uh, I never forget, he had went through some stuff. And I praise God that God pulled him out of that. Uh, He pulled him out of that, put him out of a bad marriage as well, um, in a bad relationship. And now he's married, happily married. Um, But I remember he had, but I remember he had to, shout out to my sister, Jessica Robinson, um, for making my brother an honest man. (laughs) Uh, But I remember the first time he had to fast. After that, he decided he decided on his own to fast, and he sought out God, and he called he called us. <laughs> yeah, he called us a couple times because he was so times. excited, and I'm so proud of him for it. But what he <laughs> he said, uh, uh, sis, uh, you supposed to poop all the time. He's <laughs> he he didn't say that he didn't. We fast, and so mind you, we, we watching our language right now. Hey, he said the other word. He said ish. You ish, <laughs> ish all the time. You supposed to ish all the time. I'm like, yeah, bro, you do. <laughs> you do poop a lot when you're fasting because you're cleansing your body of toxins. Man, I've I've been ishing all day. <laughs> <laughs> so experience the, the the experience is good. It's good for your spirit. It's, it's good, good for, for your you mind. To poop. <laughs> It's good for your body, so we encourage you to fast. Uh, But we're going to get out of here, y'all. We love y'all. Feel free to hit us up. We're on TikTok under When It's We. We're on Instagram. Uh, Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. We don't have a Facebook yet. We'll work on that. We'll work on that. Email us, though, too. When it's we at gmail.com. 
And let us know how you like these episodes. If you have a topic that you want us to uh, talk about or questions that you have for us, throw those at us. Allow us to um, uh, talk about those things that are on your mind or things that are going on in your marriage. Um, We love you. We are praying that you all have successful relationships. And if you're single, that God leads you in the right direction. and that if you're single, that it's you and him <laughs> that you concentrate on mm-hmm. you and God before it is you and your spouse. If you're a divorcee, um, and you know we know a lot of divorcees, but if you're a divorcee, this is for you as, as well. Absolutely, because it's you know don't don't lose hope. That's right. At the end of the day, you know we know it didn't work out, and maybe it's not who God intended for you, you know, for long term. Um, but know that it is someone there for you. Don't uh, learn to weed out the BS, please. Mm-hmm. Learn to weed out the garbage. Don't just settle for anything. And knowing that God has you just continue to keep the same things. You know, folks who are single, who just ain't never been married. Love him first. Love yourself. Have worth in yourself. Because as soon as you do all that, God is going to send that person for you. Facts, facts. So we got y'all caught up. We love you. Follow us, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, when it's we, we out. Love y'all.